Welcome back everyone. You reached Mantech Aquatics. This is Steven and Juan. Today's topic is our local fish stores dumpster fires. Hey everyone. Hope everyone's having a good weekend. I know we're having a, a great weather here uh, even though we got a bunch of cicadas running around. Sounds like some kind of concert going on across the street. Yeah, if you guys don't have cicadas where you are, uh, you guys can count yourself lucky because they are everywhere here. We have them for sale at a low, low price. Yeah, there are also people that are cooking them. I don't know if you, you saw the news or anything like that. No, I did not see that. I don't, I don't want to eat those little locust-looking things. Yeah, they're apparently they've been underground for a couple years. I think like 17 years or something like that. Something like that. And so they're now coming out slowly. Um, and they're literally everywhere and they fly into you like all the time. Even like as soon as you step outside, they're just running right into you. See at my house, I don't see it. Only when I came to your house, is there like this cacophony of cicadas singing? (laughs) Yeah, I don't know. They're not everywhere. They're just here in in my city, I guess. Which is kind of weird, but. Because you you live more in the city than I do. Yeah. Oh yeah, I definitely do. But maybe I have more natural predators than you do. Yeah, that could be. Because I have a lot of raccoons and skunks and wild turkeys and stuff around me. Oh, so that just could be like free snacks. Yeah, basically. Yeah, that's true. Around here, there's not really as many predators. Yeah, there really isn't. But yeah, we have a ton of them out here. Yeah, I I hear one every once in a while, but maybe there's too many predators. Like I said, too too many predators around. Yeah, that's true. So the big news is Juan's Wi-Fi went down on Thursday, which meant unlimited fish stores for not one, not two... But three days. Yeah, I definitely had uh, issues with my Wi-Fi Thursday morning. And I was just like, you know what? This is a sign. (laughs) I'm just going to take these next days off. So that's pretty much what I did. And I had my nephew, so I needed something to do anyway with him. Who's now addicted to fish tanks. (laughs) Yeah, so uh, he's been at my place for about a whole week um, from Saturday to Saturday. And so I've had him pretty much feeding every fish tank I have and helping me clean uh, each one. So he got hooked on uh, the fish tank game. So I went and bought him a little 10 gallon and then the mom said no. (laughs) So we had to return that. And then we went and bought a five gallon, which is the approved size. Yes. So we did that and I got him a light filter, uh, some substrate. Um, bought a couple plants for him and then I had some extra media laying around in one of the tanks just sitting there so I tossed that in his tank so I could cycle a little bit faster. So basically the works. Exactly, yes. I even bought him some fish. Um, they're currently in my shrimp tank right now. Got him uh, six uh, Neo Tetras so, or Neon Tetras. Not... And how much you're going to charge him for rent to set fish. <laughs> Yeah, I didn't want him to kill his fish, and if any of them died, you know, at least they died in my tanks and not his. Um, I didn't want him to feel dis- discouraged right off the bat. So right, right, discouraged. <laughs> that that was the reason. Yeah, that's yeah. So uh, they're they're gonna be housed here for a couple weeks, letting them get you know plump and and ready uh, till his tank is is cycled pretty well. But um, he did send me a text this morning saying how he he loved waking up to his tank. So that's good news. Yeah. So cute. Yes. <laughs> you remember when you first got your tank, how excited you were? Yeah. Of course, I could swim in mine, so. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. Yes, you can. I woke up to a flaps. 
So you got any any updates? I know you went out of town. Yeah, well, after I cried for two days, because he went with fish stores without me, and I had to work. So. Yes, and I was sending him pictures, too, so that was even better. So not only did I not get to talk to my friend at work, I had to listen to pictures come in, or wait for pictures to come in of fish stores extravaganzas. <laughs> so I, yes. I'm pretty sure I complained to my mom every 30 seconds, like, he's at fish stores and I'm not. <laughs> so... As payback on Saturday, we went to uh, uh, Chattanooga, which is uh, about an hour and a half south of us. And a local store here has been doing a lot of unboxings. Um, I think it's the only one that, in the area that does it. Yeah, and, I think uh, they are. They. I can't think of another one. Yeah, we have one either. store that sends out like a, a list, like a, a fish product list. But and so sometimes they upload pictures, but they don't have like a video like this other store does. So they, they had a lot of cool stuff, so I wanted to go down there and... Support the local store and kind of see what they were about. Right, yeah. Because they did have a, like, you, I don't know if you mentioned, they had a swap meet here, yeah. like, a couple weeks ago. So, um, that was, the videos that came out on that were, were really cool. Um, and they were, they had a good turnout, too, so. Yeah, they had a lot of YouTube people show up. Um, Pet Tech was there, and um, Fish Mania, Ch- Chattanooga Ed was there. So, uh, you know, decent turnout. And uh, several people and a lot of vendors, so... To be fair, when I went there, the fish stock was kind of low because it was like, I think it's been a week or two, so yeah, I feel like a lot of people bought stuff. So I might go back again in a month or two to see if they've restocked and kind of got back to where they were. Yeah, maybe we'll make a trip out of that, So because yeah. I, I haven't been out there in, what, two years now? I think it's two years, right? Since uh, your daughter came with us. Yeah, because we didn't do anything last year for COVID. Right. Yeah, and I'm also... Uh, my dad's taking a trip to florida and we're going with him so i'm planning on visiting every fish store in the state of florida so if you're in florida listening to this i'm coming your way <laughs> yeah watch out he's gonna try and buy out everything <laughs> it's true my mom was like how are you gonna get all the stuff back i was like don't worry I'll, I'll i'll find a way i'll find a way this is the way mother this is the way. well we just ordered for that order from live aquarius i had all those boxes and the styrofoam i was like well i could just send it with those boxes and styrofoam back to my house. Right. So I was like, it already has all the packaging. Yeah, so that's true. You're just paying shipping at that point. Yeah. Um, and then on your trip to um, the, out to, was it? Chattanooga. Chattanooga. Um, I know you you bought a tank out there. Yeah. So I've been looking for a Fleeble 32 gallon since I saw Pet Tech, so I wanted it really bad. And uh, so I, uh, I did finally find it. I've been looking online for, I think, it's at least two months now. Yeah, it's been a good minute. And uh, they've been out of stock, and I got in trouble for asking f- for it at a local fish store. <laughs> that, <laughs> yeah. That was a funny story. That so, really was. A uh, local fish store employee sent me up with the owner, because apparently he'd been asking for a long time, and I asked, and that kind of pushed the owner over the edge, and I thought he was going to break my legs when I asked him, but, you know. <laughs> <laughs> it was fun to watch. Yeah. Uh, the, the fish store employee got a kick out of it, so. Uh, so no no flippable tank there and the lo- other local stores they, they used to be really common here even the big box store had them but uh, apparently they're having a hard time getting them and uh, I went to this Chattanooga store and it looked like it had been sitting there for years because it was, had like an inch and a half of dust on it wow and uh, I ended up talking them down $50 which was good for me yeah. you know which I, I still got it, I paid the same price that it was online I didn't like cheat him or anything but um, it was a good tank and Made it home safely. And now this tank is going to be for your Hillstreams, correct? Your Hillstream yeah. project? Yeah, it's 
so I'm currently having my 15-gallon Fluval tank, which is like the little brother of the tank I just got. So I'm going to upgrade it because I have like, I don't know, 10 to 12 hill streams in a 15-gallon, plus a couple of Stephanon gobies and some shrimp and currently a Denison barb, which is random, but he's, <laughs> he's growing out. But so I'm going to put him in the, my goal is to put six, somewhere around six females and like two males, maybe up to like eight or 10 females and uh, just get a crazy number of babies going. Yeah. That sounds like it'll be a fun time. I know you've been talking about uh, setting up in a Hillstream only tank for a while, but you know, trying to find this tank has been a struggle. Yes, I definitely struggled by saying I'm trying to find this thing. So. Yeah, because I've definitely tried to find some for you too, and I, we've only been able to find the smaller 30s or 15s. Yeah, and he was the only one he had there. He had a 32 saltwater too, but he only had one freshwater. So it was lucky that I got there when I yeah. did. So, yep, it came home with me and I uh, got a good deal on it, so no complaints. That's good. Did you? I know your mom with you. Did she buy anything else out there? Yeah, <laughs> she bought like a bunch of shrimp. Like I told you earlier, one of them got eaten by a betta. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so that didn't uh, that didn't go well. It, Both it, funny and sad. Yeah. Well, the funny part was so she wanted a blue one, and she's looking everywhere with this blue shrimp, and so she finally found this blue shrimp, but it was a little smaller than the other one, so she put it in her betta, and with her betta, and uh, it got on this little moss kind of bridge. Bridge, yeah. yeah. Bridge aquarium co-op bridge and uh, just as it he got on there she kind of looked away for a second and 30 seconds later he's on the ground like wiggling like <laughs> almost dead and then as she was looking at it see what was wrong with it the bed came over and grabbed it like a tiger shark and started shaking it so uh dang that shrimp had, had it didn't even survive <laughs> no it, and that was on saturday so that's like not even 24 hours and it's gone so yeah it's always the one you like that's how it always goes yeah yeah, that's, that's. I'm sure she was very upset about that. But it's funny because she has red shrimp and yellow shrimp in there that are the same size. So apparently the beta just likes the blue skittles. So isn't the beta blue as well? Yeah. Yeah. Maybe there can only be one blue. Maybe. <laughs> he was like, there can only be one. It so. took him out. <laughs> so yeah, that's pretty much my weekend. Yeah. Yeah, I didn't do. I mean, I got a, a coral. Um, then I bought some more shrimp for one of my other tanks. Um, and then, like I said, I bought my nephew his Neon Tetras that I'm housing right now. Um, helped him set up his tank. So that's really all I had going on for this, this weekend. Um, and then, you know, just doing a lot of housework around here. But you got to tell him why you had your nephew. Yeah, so I had um, his mom and my wife had planned a trip out to Disney without the kids yeah it was gonna be just a a ladies trip so they went for a whole week so i got both kids here my daughter and my nephew so it wasn't bad it was it was just you know a lot of kid talk around here and and tank talk so it wasn't too bad but yeah so that's that's all i got for my updates um but yeah i'm hoping i'm hoping i can get squeeze in another tank in there because I'm I am still on the hunt for some celestial pearls which I didn't find this weekend either so I looked for them I looked for them in Chattanooga but they didn't have them yeah because we even looked when we did our order on Live Aquaria we didn't see any nope, on there either they so. were sold out there they even have the they have the picture as the icon for the Danios yeah. but when you clicked into the Danio category it was every other Danio yeah but the celestial but the celestial so I don't know what's going on with celestial Danios I don't 
if you're listening out there, start breeding celestial vampires and yeah. there's obviously a shortage somewhere. Yeah, there is. So, but yeah, that was I was definitely looking out for that, but I, I struck out. So. <laughs> but yeah, so so let's we're gonna get into today's topic. Um, you want to start off with uh, we have we have three categories here for our local stores. So you got to talk about why. So like I said, we had a lot of experiences. We can go into local fish stores. Juan kind of stayed around here, and then he went to the northern stores, and I went to the southern stores. So, and we, we earlier before the podcast, we counted the stores. We have 12 local fish stores, and of these 12, we've kind of categorized them into three different categories. So, we kind of have like a high end store, kind of like a middle of the ground store, and then kind of, I don't want to call it low end. It kind of seems kind of mean, but it's kind of true. Right. Yeah. They're definitely the at the bottom of the totem pole. So, um, we categorize them in this order, and then we're just going to kind of do like pros and cons of, of you know all these stores and, and why they would you know fit under these categories. Um, yeah, I think we're not going to mention the names, but because we don't want them to hate us, right? Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so, but we are going to kind of talk about you know the pros and cons of kind of how we see each category. Right. Yeah. So I think we I think maybe we should start with maybe the the middle ground and then work our way out what do you think yeah i have the least to say about middle ground so middle ground personally for me is my favorite i love middle ground um, for a variety of reasons i feel like the price is middle of the road the ex- employees experience is middle of the road and your quality um, and as we kind of go into the other categories you'll kind of see why uh, middle of the road is for me at least the, the, the stores i i tend to go to the most right yeah and the middle of the the middle ground isn't the stores aren't really uh like big per se and they're not even small uh, you know they're they're just that happy medium there um and then like the livestock is you're pretty much common stock um they stay pretty well stocked up though yeah i would say that's true um except for like the far away store has unique saltwater stuff that you may not see in other places that's true, yeah. So you won't like see two two like exotic or rare things at like a middle store, right? Yeah. So, well, in my experience, I feel like a lot of the middle stores do have rare things, but they're they don't come in as frequently. Like you still get like a taste of it because like I got my Amazon puffers at one of the middle stores, but that's like the first time I've ever seen it. Right. But because it was a middle store, I could afford it. Yeah, and that was the difference. That the reason I bought it there, not say somewhere else. Right, not not a high end store. Right, which yeah. may get it more frequently. Right. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, that's true. Uh, is there anything else we want to add about little stores? Um, I feel like location. It seems like these middle ground stores. They're kind of out in the middle of nowhere. Like I feel like that's true of all of them. Yeah, because even one of our stores that's not that's pretty close to my house they are behind another business right they're behind a dumpster yeah <laughs> that's true <laughs> they're behind the business that's behind a dumpster so yeah. you kind of have to you know search for it they're literally behind a walmart and i what's the other one a office depot or something like that yeah it's something like that so it's like behind everything and if you didn't know it was there I don't know if you'd ever find it. Yeah, because the sign is out front, and then you kind of like look, and you're like, "Well, that's that's not a pet store there." Yeah, you're like, "That's like an office store." But 
Yeah, they, these locations for some of these middle ground stores, they're, they're, they're kind of hidden or they're just far. Yeah, I feel like like the high-end store is pretty, pretty easy to find. Like, especially the one in Nashville, very easy. It's very, it's like right on the highway. Yeah. Even the one here is right on the highway. Yeah, it it's, is. I mean, it's back in the kind of trees and stuff, but I feel like there's a big enough sign on the main highway. Yeah, and you can even see it off the highway too. So. Yeah. So, for me at least, I feel like the middle ground store is very, not very convenient to get to sometimes, yeah. and kind of just out of the way true so i but not not so much where you can't go but it's like maybe once a week or i'd say for normal people probably once a month you know? right <laughs> for, for normal. yeah i love how he says that for normal people because uh we are not normal people no most people when they're when they're off work do not have a fish store extravaganza yeah they definitely don't or when they go to florida the goal is not to visit as many fish stores <laughs> as possible yeah they don't they don't have a roadmap to every fish <laughs> store. yes that is, that's a true statement yeah. i'm not sure if i want to be friends with those people but they are apparently out there yeah for sure <laughs> okay so you were talking about high end i kind of want to talk about um low end the low end yeah okay. uh just because i mean i feel like most people would want to try and find some sort of like like on the cheaper side something on the cheaper side so then they would go and check out like a low end type store to see if they have you know the kind of prices they're looking for and then to see if they have the like certain type of fish or plant or coral whatever it is they're looking for at, at the low-end store for a good bargain. Right. Yeah, I mean, I really don't like these stores. I'm not going to lie to you. <laughs> I, I tend to avoid them. I don't like going to them. Um, and I'm like a fish store, you know. I don't, like, I love fish stores. Like, I, I'd yeah. rather go in there than any other store. Yeah. And even I'm like... I, you try to avoid I, them. I try to avoid them. Yeah. So, we probably should have specified, like, what's... What makes a, a low end store? Because right. most fish stores, I, I don't think I like to think they're not low end stores. I like to think they're at least middle, upper, or upper. Yeah. Correct. So usually these ones have like, and I don't know what the trend is, but like all they all have a hair algae. Like hair algae seems to be like their defining feature. <laughs> and uh, I, I mean, name me a low store that doesn't have like exploding hair algae. No, that's true. Yeah, I have noticed most of the low stores we have gone to have some sort of hair algae. Yeah. So, and I feel like that's partly just employee training. Um, they're just not trained well enough to be able to deal with it. Cause I mean, right. even in my tank, I, I know when I was starting out, I started to get a lot of hair algae. So, I mean, I understand I've been there, but at some point you think they would kind of, I mean, as a, as a, as a business, you would want to think that, uh, you would want to maintain whatever it is you're trying to sell, right? So that people would actually want to buy something. And you know, certain hair allergies like like saltwater. I'm not sure how contagious it is, but freshwater hair allergies like Blackbeard is extremely contagious. Yeah, that's so, as we all know. Yes, if you listen to the podcast at all, you understand my <laughs> hatred for Blackbeard and probably why I avoid these stores. Yeah. So I feel like that's. At least for me, that's that's how I know it's kind of low. It's like I look at the tanks. Is there a bunch of hair algae? I'm like, yeah, no. 
And I, and I, I don't care if, if you're almost giving me the fish at that point. I'm like, yeah, I don't want to introduce all because because then I actually go through the whole quarantine process, right? And you never really know if if you know you're gonna have a problem later. True. Yeah, that's true. I know the one thing I look at is is stock. How stocked are they? Whether or, they carry or the condition of the stock. Right. Yeah. Whether they carry you know the more common fish or plants or whether they don't carry any of that. Yeah, we do. We do have one like in Cleveland. There is a. Uh, uh, so it has lots of rare fish. Yeah. But it also has a lot of blackbeard and yeah. hair algae and saltwater. Yeah. So I feel like you can still get rare fish from like a, a low quote, end. quote, low end store. Yeah. However, like I was talking to a fish store employee who's local in the area. She said sometimes she would order fish from there, but she would never let it touch their tanks. Like she would just go pick it up from the wholesaler. And that's how she would get around that. Hmm. So, Interesting. Yeah. So I mean, there's ways you can get around. Like you can still get a cheap, rare fish, right? But just don't let them touch their tanks, basically. Hmm. And that was kind of the hack, I guess. Yeah. Cheap code of how to get <laughs> how to get around that. And it was, I mean, I hadn't really thought of doing that until she mentioned it. But I was like, oh, that kind of makes sense, I guess. Yeah. Huh. I mean, I wouldn't want to go that extreme, but yeah, I probably wouldn't do that. I'd probably just go to another store that I'd trust more, and just order through them. I just feel that'd be like too much work on my end, you know? Well, I mean, if you only had, let's say, other low-end stores or other, we'll talk about high-end stores, maybe you just can't afford it, I could see how that could be a potential option. But at that point, you might as well just order online. Yeah, that's what I was going to say. I would just order online at that point. Yeah, because you're, you're getting it probably from the same wholesaler or yeah. a similar one, and you're still, what's the point of having a local store at that? I guess maybe buy dry goods they can't kill. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's the that's kind of the only really benefit of having a local store at that point. Yeah. So. And else? then um, the like you were saying earlier about how employees not being trained well enough. I feel like some of these stores, the like lower stores, their employees also aren't as knowledgeable. As some of your mid ground to high higher stores, yeah, and um, it's really. I feel like you know if you have just one or two employees in there, you would want to have them at least somewhat knowledgeable. Yeah, at and least we're, we're not talking about big box stores here. We're talking about local, dedicated. Some of them completely fish stores. Yeah, which I feel like at a big box store and a high school kid whose mind's on skateboarding and homework or girls or whatever it is, I, I, I can forgive the lack of knowledge. But right. at a fish store, that's your job, presumably your career for at least like a few years. Um, I would hope at least you would pick up on basic husbandry or you know the ability to take care of fish. Yeah, really especially well. if you're getting like uh, stock in frequently, like right. every week you would think you would pick up on oh, this is a, a water sprite, or, you know, this is a hammer, or this is a clownfish. <laughs> yeah, just basic identification. Yeah, you would you would want that. Because your daughter, I feel like she knows more and can, can identify more than I've seen some of these employees. I honestly think she she really could. That's what I'm saying. She's like, what, seven six. now? She turned seven, seven yeah. yeah. So, I, yeah, I definitely feel like some of these lower-end stores their employees aren't as knowledgeable and and 
it's kind of disappointing because you know if you have a question on something that you might want to get you know you want to ask them a couple questions like you know parameters or and Maddox is like what 10 yeah so and, how, and he, he's never really seen fish before right no he's not now how long did how how many fish do you think he could identify now after like two weeks with you I think a good bit because I mean I have I mean I have a beta now he can identify any of tetras just because that's what he had yeah, right but you think like he could do 20 species if you pressed him I think yeah if I had at least 20 species and yeah I'm pretty sure he could pick up in a week I mean right it wouldn't take long you that's know that's my thing like so he's you know he's under 12 he can still pick up you know 20 species in a week so I don't feel like I'm asking a whole lot from someone yeah. who works at a fish store who's older who's there probably five days out of the week yeah so that's kind of, like I just don't feel like there's a lot of excuses there because my, my favorite example was so I was at a quote unquote low end fish store and the discus this is discus so he has rare fish he had, it was discus rams and rainbows in one tank covered in algae or not algae uh, ick like horrible ick infestation yeah and you know I knew those fish were worth you know several hundreds of dollars so I you know and I'm I'm a fish guy, so I don't want to see him die. So, and I figured maybe somehow they didn't notice it. And so I went to the employee and said, "Hey, I think your discus have ick. You might want to, you know, tr- use an ick x or, you know, do something. Try and treat the tank. Right. Try and treat it. And so she walks over and she says, "I don't think that's ick. I think it's something else." And I've been in the hobby for a while, so I knew what ick looks like. I mean, right. Anybody who's seen a fish book knows what ick looks like. And she, she, so she walks over. So. She kind of brushes me off, so I was like, okay, fine. So the owner happened to be there. So I went to the owner, and I said, hey, there's ick in your discus tank. You might want to treat it. And he goes, no, I just checked it. It was fine. And I was like, no, there's the ick. So he, I basically dragged him over to the discus tank and was like, look, <laughs> there's <laughs> ick. And he's like, oh, there is ick. <laughs> so, and then the employee walks back over, or he, he, he called her over. And he's like, hey, do you know these guys have ick? He's, she was like, what's ick? And I was like, ugh. Yeah. And then, he, he, and to his credit, he did teach her what it looks like and kind of how to treat it. Um, but at that point, if I hadn't said anything, I feel like those fish... Those, they would have just stayed there and those fish would have just passed away. Right. And, yeah. Which is nothing to me because, I mean, I don't own those fish. And, right. And the only thing I'm going to do is not come back to that store. But I feel like... Um, that's that that level of training should be prerequisite before you even like talk to a customer. Right. Yeah. Because even just identifying ick, which is one of the more common diseases, I would say probably the common, yeah. most common disease. I mean, that could really help out your store anyway. Right. You know? And ick is a ick is usually a treatable thing if you got it early enough. Not always, but sometimes. Yeah. And I feel like that should be part of the training. Like, yeah. so I'm not bashing. I'm just saying. This is kind of things that I've noticed kind of from the, the low-end stores. Yeah, because they definitely improve. I mean, some of these lower stores we've been to, they have great locations. Right, yeah. And they they have had great livestock and, mm-hmm. you know, different type of stocking options. It, it's just they, the energy isn't going towards the right places. Right. And like I said, this store had a, a chorus rass, which is actually where I kind of fell in love with chorus rasses. I didn't buy with that one because <laughs> I was, and it was healthy. It just, but my, and this is another thing, like 
all the other, lots of other fish were sick. So I was afraid, even though that particular fish was healthy, to buy it. Right. So I went to a, a middle, a mid, went to a middle store. And was like, and they had it, so I just bought it there. Right. And I was like, well, okay. and it's still alive. It's, yeah. I've had it for like a year now. So. Yeah. Yeah, because then they're missing on that sale that, right. that could have been, you know, for them. And I, um, if this store had been in better shape, I would have bought it right then. So. Yeah. I feel like. Like I said, I'm really not trying to bash on these stores. I'm just saying this is kind of what we're seeing. Yeah, yeah, because there are, I mean, the even like some of the owners, they're they're great people when you start talking to them, and you know they have a passion for the hobby. It's just yeah. some. <laughs> well, I feel like some of them, they some of them do. I, I would like to make a strong rebuttal at this time, please. Yes, I know, Steve here. Because this, because I went to one store, and the owner was literally not. This is the same place, and he was playing uh, scratchers, like the gambling thing. And yeah. I'd ask him questions, and he was like, totally like ignore me, just play the scratchers. And I was like, it's like to me, it's such like such a turnoff because I'm like, your job is to make sure that I get the right fish at the right price. That's I mean, that's why you're here. And if you want to gamble or you know use your scratchers, do that on your own time. Right. Yeah, I feel like some of these guys. I feel like they have started off with a passion and then maybe just died off. Okay. That that I can go along with. But I also feel there are some out there that still do have a passion for it, but it's just maybe it's gotten too much for them. Yeah. I, I, I could see that. I could, I could see how just working at a fish store every day. Because I feel like some of these guys, like we had a local fish store. He worked seven days a week, like 10-hour days for years. I, yeah. I feel like it kind of burns them out. Yeah, and I, that's and I don't feel like even if you're the owner, I I know you have to make a profit, but at a certain point, if you're burning yourself out and you hate the hobby, I feel like it's going to come across to the customer as and, well as through your tanks. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Because I know, I mean, when we when I have you know neglected my tanks, I mean, you know, I let the blackbird kind of take over, and that that really hurt me there because I lost plants from that. So and I feel it's kind of like a downward spot because once you have like certain like a tank that does poorly you don't even want to look at it you don't even want to be around it because like you're just pissed at it and i mean i'm talking about my saltwater tank in case, in, <laughs> yes in, in case you that was missed i, I picked I, that up real real yeah, fast I'm, t- I'm definitely uh so so what i did i'll just say my personal experience with this i i kind of changed to like super hardy corals that i knew i'd had success with super hardy microalgaes and my fish have been fine throughout most of this so that's kind of how I see it. Yeah. So maybe some of these stores could kind of do the same thing. You'll start with three tanks that aren't on the same system, fix those tanks up. So at least, you know, you, you have some sort of up. Right. You have a starting point. Yeah. Cause I feel like maybe fixing all the tanks at once could be a lot. Yeah. Oh, but, for sure. But if you start with like you know, two tanks, even one tank, just start with one tank and be like, I want to make this tank really nice. Yeah. Cause I know one of our stores in Chattanooga is like, is like this, but they have one good tank and I'll buy fish out of that one tank <laughs> and I won't buy that in any other tank but I will buy it out of this it's, it's, a, it's a planted angelfish tank and so I'll, I'll buy plants and I'll buy angelfish out of there but the rest of the tanks I, I won't touch I won't even go near them because yeah. I think me and my mom we were there I looked at that angelfish tank 15 minutes just stared at it because it's so beautiful the rest of the tanks I spent less than 5 seconds looking at Yeah. so like I said even a low-end store can have a nice tank that people will buy out of. 
It's just, you know, I prefer that all the tanks look like that. Yeah, for sure. All right, so let's move on to uh, high end. the higher end. Um, I won't say high quality, because, I mean, I feel like some of the middle stores have high quality. Right. I, I would do. But I feel like the high end stores, at least around here, they either have, like, a good return policy, because the one local to us has, a, like, a 14-day return policy, which is really good. Yeah. Uh, which kind of makes them... And the stores, at least for, at least for us... The high-end stores are usually the biggest stores. Yeah, for sure. With the most employees, best locations. Yep, more stock. Right. Their employees are generally very Pretty knowledgeable. Yeah, I would say very well trained. Yeah. Oh, for sure. Like one of the stores has like a, a biologist on staff, like with like a master's degree, which I was like, that's kind of cool. <laughs> it seemed a bit excessive, but I, I think she's like a she she's like a herbologist or. Something to do with plants. Yeah. And, uh, but she's very knowledgeable. Like anything you've asked about plants, she's like, oh yeah. Da, 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 da. And I'm like, okay. But see, my thing is, I don't actually buy that much from that store though. But I go there, it's kind of like Best Buy. You go there and ask questions. And then, <laughs> and then you go and to then, Amazon. Or, and, yeah. And then you go to Amazon and you buy the product. But in this case, I go to a middle store and buy it. Yeah. So, which I'm grateful for the high end store. I'm glad they exist. Yeah. But, that's not where my money's going. True. Yeah, I kind of buy... I've been buying a lot more things from this the higher store just because I feel like um, the type of plants I'm trying to find, they are more likely to carry it. Than, more high-end plants. Yeah, they're more likely to carry it than some of your, your middle to low low stores. Which is true. I would, And I would totally agree with that. Like I bought two uh, Bucephalandra, both $17.00 which hurts me when I say that out loud. <laughs> and they're still alive. They're doing well. They're definitely the highlight of that tank. Um, and like I said, no no middle store that I've seen has ever carried anything like that. Yeah, and I was just thinking too, like I, I've never seen a middle store carry that either. So And definitely not Lowlands. Like they, I've never seen a Lowlands store carry one. They'd probably yeah. kill it pretty quickly. <laughs> or just not carry it yeah, at all or try true. and bring it in. Or have three inches of a hair algae growing out there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So yeah, they definitely have more more of a selection for sure. There, I would feel like their downfall though is like their prices on certain things. Yeah, I would totally agree. Yeah, the one in Chattanooga I just saw, it looked the most pristine tanks I've ever seen of any store, and it was it's actually just been remodeled. They got hit by a, a tornado, and it looks gorgeous. Like I've seen public aquariums that look worse than this store. Yeah. So it's just amazing looking, gorgeous. Like I can't recommend the store itself like if you if you were just in town looking at stores not buying anything that's the only store i would send you to yeah and say go look at look, look at this cool stuff that's in there but so let me just talk about some of the prices of this store so they had an anubius plant which if you're listening to this you probably know anubius it's, basic, it's like the most basic hardy uh, plant hardiest you plant you can get and they had one that was about the size of like a large saucer plate and I, I told one, I was like, guess how much that thing costs? And he was like, what, $30, $40? And I, I told him, I was like, you're not even the same galaxy. Yeah, that, I was like, what? I was, yeah. like, that, I was like, there's no way so they can go any higher than that. Yeah, so the price was $150 for an Anubius, which Juan shaking his head over here. Yes, that's insane. That's, that's like high-end coral money there. Yeah, I've never seen a plant ever be $150. And you know what's funny is I know 
months ago when we were having discussions about coral prices and stuff, <laughs> we were talking about plant prices and how there's like no sort of plant that's that that's a hundred dollars or something yeah <laughs> and then here we are we found one <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah and of all plants in anubias right which is like so basic yeah. like you can literally get it at PetSmart for like 10 bucks and i actually bought one in chattanooga same day for five dollars and it was just it was, it was different it was a lot smaller it was like from a cup Versus like a saucer, but right, still yeah, you get the petite. Yeah, yeah, but you know, ten dollars versus versus one fifty. One fifty. That's a that's a that, huge that, jump. That's, that's a huge jump. I still i I want to see it in person, but I just I don't know if the price <laughs> is justifiable for, for that. Yeah, and like so for you saltwater people, so they had a pair of like the clowns or the cow clownfish, like the I think they call them. Uh, Hellstone, some places. Okay. And uh, they were, they for the pair, they wanted $300. Yeah. And they had another pair of like, um, the kind of black and white um, phantom clowns yeah. for 250 So uh, you're looking at a pair of clowns for like $300, $250. So high, high dollar. That is very high. And, and to be fair, they were in beautiful tanks. They're some of those beautiful clowns I've ever seen. They have definitely a blue sheen to them. Oh, yeah. So... Quality wise, I could see the the purchase. Like I would treasure those clownfish for the rest of my life. <laughs> but having said that, I've bought high end clowns before, and they die pretty quickly. And uh, I've had low end clowns that you can't kill them. So, <laughs> yeah, they just survive. Yeah. So I'm I'm just saying that if I was starting off in a ho- hobby, like within my first two years, I feel like if I if that was my only store in my area. I'd go there to look, but not to buy. Right. And maybe I'd buy online or something. I don't yeah. know. Yeah, or, or go maybe find like a mid-ground right. store. But yeah, um, the prices definitely are, are, I feel like for certain things, are, are a bit too high, even even for me. Yeah, I mean, I, like I said, I spent $500 over the weekend, and I feel like that's that's more than most people would. But even but but I know where to put my money at. Like I'm not gonna just blow it all on the pair of clowns. Yeah. Because I can buy like so I bought a tank, I bought a bunch of shrimp, bought plants, bought a lot of like a whole whole list of stuff. But at the same time, I'm not you know gonna blow it on just one pair. Yeah. So, cause I bought my uh, my beautiful pair of clowns from a display tank at a middle store for 110 dollars. So. You know, three hundred dollars, one hundred and ten, and mine were no less beautiful than the ones he had, but you know, f- for a third the price. <laughs> so, <laughs> I mean, and I, th- I think that's the difference between the, the high end stores and like a middle store is yeah, they're gonna, it's gonna hurt. Yeah, that's for sure. Um, and then like the bigger stores, they definitely have um, more of a variety of tanks, both like just stock wise and uh, displays. Yeah. yeah. Because I think all, th- we have three of these in our area. So all three of them, very big, I would say a minimum of 100 to maybe 150 tanks in each store. Mm-hmm. So a large number. I mean, you selection-wise, pretty good. Yeah. Our local store here does sell out occasionally, well, pretty often, especially during COVID. They were out of stuff. Yeah. Um, but the other stores I've been to, they're really, really out of stock because no one's buying them. 
and, <laughs> and uh, but like I said, it's very aquarium esque. Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, they they have display lots of displays, um, and then both for fresh and salt, and it's just like the way they're set up is it gives that vibe, you know that yeah. that kind of like high end vibe, you know. But I mean, it is nice to have that many employees. I feel like. In the low end stores, they don't know anything. In the middle stores, they only have like maybe one or two people working there. Yeah, and it's always busy. And the middle stores, there's always a lot of people. Yeah. I've noticed like, I mean, the high end stores have a lot of people too, usually. But they're usually just to look around. Right. Trying to get an idea. Exactly. And uh, they always have enough employees to talk to people. But with middle ground stores, I feel like you have just as many people as a high end store, maybe. Uh, maybe a little less. I'd say a little less. Yeah, a little less. But. You also have much less, or, much, or very, a lot fewer employees. Like, I don't think, most of them usually have two. It seems like a rule of two. Yeah. And usually, that, but I like the middle store because you can meet the owner. Oftentimes, with the low-end stores and the middle store, you, you can meet the owner. Yeah, that's true. You usually can. I mean, you might not be able to talk to them because they might be, you know, stressing out in the corner, but... <laughs> I was going to say gruff, but sure. But yeah, definitely the middle ground, you know, like some, like I was saying, like if you go to the higher store, what we like to do is like, cause they have such a large selection when we have an idea of like what we might want to get like as the next like fish or plant or something, we'll go there and get an idea, you know, talk to some of the employees and see what all, um, you know, parameters or whatnot, Just behaviors. Try to work out any kinks that yeah, could arise. Right. Or if it's even possible to try and house something. And then if we do ever decide on that, we we usually go to a middle store and we usually just go and like ask if they would ever bring it in or if they do have it, you know. If they've never seen it, heard of it. Yeah. <laughs> and then just buy it from a middle store. You know, we don't really lurk around too much at, at middle stores just because, like Steve was saying, the employee number is a lot less and people are usually there to buy because of prices and, and they're there to, they already know what they're getting, so... Yeah, and I, I feel like most people prefer the middle store just from the numbers I've seen. Like, these people I see that like buy the high end stores either a don't know the middle store exists, which is pretty common. That is true. That's very because common. because they're kind of like said out of the way. No one, and the high end stores and the big box stores don't really like to broadcast that they exist. Yeah, which for obvious reasons. Yeah, yeah, because I know we have a local store here, and they they kind of work in conjunction a little. They have like. A, like a, I guess they're like you could say they're friendly with each other with another lower end store, um, and so they usually give each other shout outs. But yeah. definitely the higher end store just kind of keeps to themselves. They yeah, it, it, like if you just went to the higher end stores, you would never find out about the middle ground stores. Yeah, you definitely wouldn't. You you would just be with with that your higher end store there. Yeah, you just have the high end store and maybe a big box store you know about. But Google is your friend. Yeah, definitely. But yeah, I mean, the higher end stores, I mean, they got their, like I said, they got such a large stock, so it's definitely good to, to go check them out, Even, especially if you're trying to find something that might be, might not be carried by some of your, your mid, mid stores there. It's true. Yeah, I, I, I think, like, just like an example of, like, my Amazon puffers, like, I, they had pretty frequently in the big store, but when I finally found them in the middle ground store, I was, I was pretty excited about it. But, like I said, I, I did see them at a low-end store, but they were in a, I don't know if I should say that, like a bed, bed of cup. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it was, it was honestly, like, 
and it wasn't just me like my mom Juan a bunch of other people um, kind of felt it was like kind of a depressing situation because you don't want to see puffers and better cups yeah you definitely don't so um, and it was kind of sad so obviously I didn't buy it there but so I, I, I waited so it, you know if you do have a low-end store you know you might consider not buying from them because I feel like we, we as hobbyists don't want to encourage that kind of behavior right yeah which I mean I hate saying that because I love local stores and I would do you know almost anything to support them but at the same time I don't to me, it's it's animal abuse, just yeah. plain and simple. Yeah, it definitely is. Yeah, it definitely. I know <laughs> Steve's mom actually walked out of that store very fast. Uh, she couldn't take it anymore. So, but yeah, definitely, it's it's tough trying to support local local stores when when you see that kind of them doing that kind of stuff to to the animals we're trying to care for. So, mm-hmm. but yeah, definitely the higher end stores would. I mean, they they have better, I guess, like housing. You could say. Oh yeah, like I said. Pristine housing. If I was a fish, I'd want to go to a high-end store. Yeah. Um, but at the same time, I'd be okay to go into a middle ground store. I feel like the real hobbyist who's actually going to give me a good home would be a middle. Right. <laughs> going to be at the middle ground. Um, anything but a big box store. Yeah, that's for sure. <laughs> All right. So, is there anything else you wanted to add to any of these? No, I feel like we've covered them pretty well. Like, like I said, just to reiterate: we're not trying to bash on these stores. We for the most part, we love them. We're very grateful that they're here. Oh, yeah. Um, and, yeah, you know, if, if you're ever listening, we love you guys. Don't go anywhere. Yeah, for sure. <laughs> but, for, you know, from the low-end stores, just maybe try a little harder at the big box stores. Yeah, because there's definitely room for improvement. Even for even the, like, the higher-end stores, you know, there's there's always ways to improve and, and uh, be better for, you know, hobbyists and the community as well. Yeah, I'd agree. Well, all right, right, everyone. Uh, We're going to go ahead and close out. We hope you guys have a good week, and we hope to catch you guys later. We'll keep you updated on our adventures. Oh, yeah, for sure. Peace out. Bye.